We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is a Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Mobriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Hey, yeah. Episode sixty-seven. Unspoken words. Ah, hey, what? I said I'm not by myself. The Todd Gibson <laughs> episode. Todd Gibson. Ah, hey. Not Buck Williams. <laughs> <laughs> We're like 15 weeks from Buck Williams, bro. Dang, 15 weeks. Buck, Buck Williams will always have a place in our heart. That's almost yeah. four months. Bro. Shout out to Buck Williams, wherever you are, son. Hope you're doing good. <laughs> Keep your head up. Your head Buck up. will. Buck will. <laughs> <laughs> Buck will. Five deuce, baby. Five deuce in the house. <laughs> hey, man, it's good to be back in the studio. Um, can I get some hand claps for you, favorite Indian, for holding it down last week? Favorite Indian, uh, hey. I'm a little crowded in there. Uh, yeah, I was really hoping you did an icebreaker when you said, oh, who wants to do an icebreaker, man? I, I perked up when I was listening. I was like, oh, what's this going to be? What's this going to be? And then you played crickets, and I was like, man, my heart broke. My heart broke, man. You got me all pumped up. I thought JCB was going to do an icebreaker by himself. <laughs> I, I was a little shy at that point. <laughs> I chickened out, chickened out on myself. Oh man, that would have been awesome. You know, like a monologue, but it's two voices. <laughs> That's really weird. That's really weird. <laughs> That's really weird. <laughs> oh, <man. clears throat> That's really weird. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But yeah, it was pretty cool. It was kind of. It was kind of odd at first, you know, sitting yeah. here by myself, and then. Um, but like I said, man, I talk to myself all day long, anyway. So, anyways, <laughs> anyways. No, no, I busted out laughing right away because you did the. Hey, whoocha, whoocha. <laughs> <laughs> having a ball by yourself. <laughs> Uh, I said, I this guy's probably you. sitting in there in his <laughs> underwear. <laughs> How'd you know? I know you, man. <laughs> in your holy underwear. <laughs> Some holy tidy whities Holy tidy whities <laughs> <laughs> Is it hot in here or is it just me? <laughs> Self. Hey, I have my socks on. <laughs> I have my socks on. Socks and slippers. <laughs> These floors are cold, man. These floors are cold. Hey, something I we just did an interview right before we got on recording today for Char Costa News out of Flathead. Out of Flathead. Flathead. Shout out to um, Elizabeth Hisroads Dempsey. She wanted to do an interview with us, and yeah, we just did an interview for that newspaper out there, and 
Yeah, shout out to the Salish and Kootenai tribes out there in Flathead country, Ajohaba. Um, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys reaching out and wanting to do an interview with us. And that will be coming out next week. Next, next Wednesday. Week, next Wednesday. Uh, it'll be online, so you can check it out online. Yeah, we'll definitely share the link here on our pay- Facebook page and Facebook group. Yes, sir. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, man. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and she reached out, and, man, it was, like, real quick, huh? Yes. Monday, she reached out, and it's like, can I interview you guys? I was like, yeah, we probably right before we would go on recording and ed- everything like that. So, everything. Everything. So, yeah, man, you guys good? Warmed up, huh, man? We just did an interview, yes, so we're already ready to go. Ready to go. Um, <clears throat> so, DJ, if you're queued up there, why don't you... Hit me with that beat. Ayo, let's get into our topic. Ayo, let's get into our topic. I'm so in love with you. Whenever you want me to, it's alright with me. Let's stay together. <laughs> oh, I thought you were singing. Yeah, that. you should have went off. I could have did that part. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's better you didn't. <laughs> I know. Right? No, I found his YouTube channel. It was called Seventy So, and it's live. There's like yeah. constant music playing all the time. <clears throat> and I had a jamming today while I was working and. Bunch of El Green on there. Seventy like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's on YouTube. Okay. It's a live channel and it's constantly playing like seventy so music. There's a lot of El Green on there. Jamming I out. Thought you were gonna get into the let's get it on. Oh, let's get it on. Okay. <laughs> Why are we singing that up here? We're doing that. <laughs> 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 Valentine's coming up. Singing all so those uh, the Valentine's Day episode. Whether you want me to, <laughs> that's great. It's all right with me. <laughs> those boys can't sing, but they sure try. <laughs> <laughs> that boy sure is a singing fool. <laughs> sexual chocolate, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> sexual chocolate. Anyway, so tonight we're. What was that meme? <laughs> oh yeah, I said Randy Watson. Pulling all his songs from Spotify, and I was like, "Damn, <laughs> damn, damn it!" Right before, right before uh, Valentine's too. I know, man. It's all right. I still got the CD. <laughs> yeah, I just had to dig up the CD, my Randy Watson CD. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're just gonna do a check in tonight. You know, a lot's been happening already in 2022, two 2020 plus two pennies, uh, forty-two. 42 or 2 2 plus 2 pennies <laughs> 6 <laughs> uh, so I'm going to pass the mic over to Pod Gaudian because he's eager to go and he's, he wants to check in man whatever you want to talk about you know I definitely I want to hear about the boxing man how that trip went man I, I'm I've been on a high all week um, yeah yeah been at like a 9 or a 10 word like feeling wise you know what I mean like yeah. way up there like I've been the happiest I've been uh just happy for my daughter because she's the national champion. Yeah, uh, yeah. 70-pound, eight-year-old division. National champion. 
went to Kansas City, put some work in, came home with a belt. Came back with some hardware. Yes, sir. Came back with some hardware. <clears throat> and it, it's like, it, it's crazy, too, because she's just been getting love everywhere. You know, and I don't think mm-hmm. she really realizes, like, what she did. Like, the magnitude of Yeah, it. like, the magnitude. So, I think, like, later on, it'll hit her, you know, Word. when she's older. But but for me, it's just, like, taking it all in, um, realizing, like, I'm building a champion. I want yes. to do everything in my power to build a champion, whether whatever field she goes into, whether she goes to college, whether she, she goes into sports, what if she goes into entertainment, like my goal is is to just to be the best father that it can be for her. Yes, sir. And supporting whatever she does. And for now, it's like boxing, which is awesome. Man, they're doing good. The whole Billings Elite um, Amateur Boxing Club. We took five boxers down there. Four of them came back with belts. Which tells you about that gym, the dedication and, and and the inspiration that they have to go out there and compete on a national level and come back like with the champion, realizing like yo, like the South Side or or wherever they're at in town isn't like that's not all they're going to be. Like they have the ability and the purpose and the determination to make it out of where they're at. Yes, sir. Because one thing that I've realized about these kids is they're all champions. Like they all have heart. You know, like, Adriel has been training for damn near two years. Like, she just didn't get up and go and compete. Like, she'd been putting in work for the past two years. Like, I made it a point, like, to tell her, like, you know why we're in Kansas City? We're here. Like, you got to focus, but we're here because of you. All those times that you went to the gym, by, like, you didn't want to go is because of that time. All those times that you wanted to give up and quit is because of that. Like, you chose not to quit, you know? All those Saturdays that you wanted to just relax at the house, but you wanted to go work out, like, it's because of those times. That's why you're here competing on a national level. Yes, sir. And just to be surrounded by all this awesome talent. Gervonta um, <clears throat> Tank Davis, his trainer was in the audience, and when my daughter got done fighting, he was like, good job, champ. Right you know, on, man. Right like, on. to be recognized by a freaking world-renowned boxing trainer, yeah. like, for her hard work. And he's like, man, like... Like, there was people in the audience that were like, man, that girl wasn't going to lose today. Yeah. And I know she's eight years old. I know, like, she's young. But, like, dude, like, I think that speaks volume for what we as natives can do. Yep. And I've I just been elated, bro. Like, I've been happy. Um, just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. taking it all in. And, and yep. we went to the basketball game on Tuesday night, and, man, there was, like, all her relatives and her family members, like, coming up. And, Adriel, yeah. the champ is here. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, want to give a shout out to Leighton Northpagan because he lives out there in the Kansas City area. Yeah. As soon as he found out we were going there from Boise, he was like, "Bro, you got to come and stay with us. Come and stay with us. Like, we got a room for you, man. Like, awesome. and he hit me up. So we stayed there the first two nights. Man, him and his wife like just put us up, cooked some amazing food, awesome hospitality, and man, just things like that, like friendships. Like, no matter like you, you don't have to." Be there with them side by side, but yeah. years can go by. But when you meet up, it's it's like no time elapsed, you know. Yeah, yep. So, um, <clears throat> so just like that, like even the coaches, like shouting out the coaches, Stuart Strever, Darius Yellowtail, like all them, man, like going in there, those countless hours in the gym, pouring into our youth, man. Yeah, like they deserve more credit than they're given. Like, man, it's because of them that these young kids are going out there and competing at such a high rate at a high level. 
Uh, but other than that, man, like I just been on that high, like I'm ready to get back to business. I'm ready. You know what I mean? Come to, it feels good to be in the studio tonight. It feels good to be with my brothers tonight. Um, but it just feels good to be here. And I'm so thankful for JC. Like when we were out doing our thing, mm-hmm. like JC held it down, man. And he did it flawlessly, man. I, so I commend you for that. I haven't said that word in a long time, but yeah. bro, like your consistency and your dedication I, is something that I admire. You know, and and I appreciate you, bro. Like I appreciate your work and and the things that you bring to this podcast. So thank you, man, Josiah. Thank you, man, for your leadership for for always getting us back on track. Because me, you guys know me. Like I'm scatterbrained. <laughs> I'm like I got like a hundred windows open and I'm going from here to there to there. But you always like know how to bring us back. Yeah, for um, sure. Man. So thank you for that, man. Thank you, guys, and <clears throat> appreciate you guys, man. It's just good to be here. Yeah, it's good to have the 13th Apostle back in the building. <laughs> <laughs> man, the whole week we were gone, man, it was like, Ooh. traveling is fun, yeah. but man, it feels good to be, be home. home. Yep, it's good to have you like, back. When I was pulling in my driveway last night, I was like, man, I was thankful because I was getting, like, I was, well, I got back on Monday, but, like, last night I was like, man, I get to go, like, lay on my couch. Yeah. You know, go go <laughs> relax in my house, like, yeah, you yeah. know? Go chill, watch my shows, watch my stories. Yeah, and it, you can always relax on the road, but you never relax like your own house. For sure, for sure, man. I feel it's always that. better on your home court. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> it's all good, man. I appreciate that, man. That was pretty awesome, man. I watched the video. Your daughter, I didn't watch it live because what was I doing? I was busy. Oh, I was at basketball. Basketball. All day, and then like later on that evening, I watched your video because you posted it. I was like, I was, I felt like I was right there. You know, like I watched it, I was like, get her, get her, get her. Yeah. And I was yelling around my living room. <laughs> no, it's pretty cool, man. And like, yeah, what? she took some blasts, but she just kept on at it. Yeah. And it was like, a, it was clear to me, you know, cause I like to watch boxing and stuff. It's like, yeah, man, she won. That second round, like that girl came out with fire, like, yeah, you know what did. I mean? And they were battling it out. <clears throat> like they were just going blow for blow, but. Adriel, I think, like, she won it with the first round. She came out, like, and I counted, like, five times in a row. Like, she snapped that young girl's head back. She yep. just, like, kept throwing her jab and boosh. And every time that girl would try to get away, she would cut, she would cut the ring off. Yeah. Like, she was very good. You know what I mean? Like she Strategic, was, yeah. Yeah, and she, like, she cut the ring off. And, man, five times in a row, she, like, just everything she kept throwing, kept snapping that girl's head back. And then they got into it there again and went to the corner. And Adriel threw another one, I think, to end the round, yeah. two of them. Counted them, man. Everybody was going crazy in the gym last night. We were watching the fights again. Yeah, because uh, the coach, uh, Coach Stort, bought the bought the videos and oh, nice. He was showing all the kids like this is like why we do what we do and and everything and yeah, it was uh, a lot of those kids. It was their first time watching a fight and man, every time that girl's head would go back, go, oh oh, <laughs> you know, and these are her teammates. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's awesome. It's like a family thing, like. Uh, all the younger, uh, all the older boxers kind of really, um, they call her little sister, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're like, this is our sister, man. She's boxes too. Like, yeah. and they were at the, uh, at Metro Park on Tuesday night because a group of them went and they kind of took her with them. And oh, it's nice. good, man. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a good family, like a. Yep, yep, yep. No, is that good, like, camaraderie? Be- belonging and acceptance. Yeah. Within that group, yep. Because if they're not, bro, like these kids, like like I said, man, a lot of these kids are literally fighting for their lives. Yep. Like they work hard in school and and out outside of school. Like yeah. they're in a boxing gym. Like they're training. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, man, they're yeah, man, they're they're champions, dude. 
I appreciate that. That's pretty freaking awesome, bro. I mean, that's that's about all I can say. That's the one word that keeps coming up is that's something else. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's mm-hmm. and, and yeah, it, I I can't really. I'm speechless. I mean, yeah, I yeah. just you know, there's just so many man like. <clears throat> Like like when you told us like oh man she went she you know she got the belt and she's this little tiny <laughs> little tiny girl with this big old belt like that. Yeah, yeah. and and I was like yeah and I and I, and I I was sitting with my dad when I when you told me the news yeah. and, I, and and he's been kind of just just through me you know because I tell him you know yeah he, I told him about your trip to uh, Idaho yeah. and he, he I said yeah she you know she's just a little tiny girl and she she over there and she won uh she won that uh that part of it and then now she's gonna go for the championship and then i told her told him that she won and he started oh yeah yeah that's really good that's really good you got a kick out of it that's pretty cool man that's awesome yeah but i was i was elated i was definitely very elated with that and um that was cool like i was stunned i was like wow that's so cool like i was like you were like just kind of speechless you know yeah, there's the there's thing. there's that there's that pride, there's that that joy, there's that man, you know, that kind of um that feeling that, you know, like just just listening to you when you talk about her, you know, she gets up and she goes, she puts in the work. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's the yeah, thing yeah, right yeah. there. You put in the work, you get <clears throat> to you know, you, you, you get to reap the rewards and and and, and so we kinda of, I was kinda of living kind of vicariously through that. Like yeah, oh, she sure. won. I felt like we all won, you know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I was like, and yes, I, I I think it's awesome, like, for me, like, just to be able to, like, I, I remember writing, like, I'm like, man, like, I'm just thankful to be here with you guys because you guys, like, you guys put that work in. I'm here, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do nothing. I'm not there because of my own accomplishment, but but it's hers, and, like, that's what she gets to value. And Yeah. Yeah, man, it's awesome. So thank you guys. And you guys were there in the beginning, too, like, when I first started talking about putting her in boxing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah for sure. <clears throat> We've been her A-man corner from over here. Yes, sir. Words. No, that's cool, man. That's very awesome. <laughs> she needs to get her own version of the Ali shuffle now. <laughs> yeah, for real. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. What's that one song? The chant is here. Oh, yeah. Do, do, do that. Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you hear, did you see they're they're making a uh, uh, not Fresh Prince, but uh, it's called Bel Air. Yeah, that, it's uh, like a, what it's is not it? a sitcom. It's like, more a, like movie? a drama. Yeah, it's like a drama. Like it's more serious. <laughs> yeah, like kind of a gritty kind of. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. On what? I can't remember. I think what it's Net. No, I, yeah, Netflix. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's basically the same because you know it starts out with the same kind of like he almost gets killed in yeah. Philadelphia yeah. or whatever. Will Smith in it. No, he, he produces it. He okay. produces it. It's like more serious, though. It's kind of like, <laughs> like a drama, not a sitcom, dude. Like it's kind of crazy. Like that's what we're go- coming to in media, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're remaking things from our childhood. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I thought when I first saw it, I thought really, and then I kind of thought, well, maybe. But then I thought, no, really. Yeah, I'll probably check it out though. I wonder if they'll do the what is that? What's that guy's name? The Carlton. Oh yeah, the, yeah. the Carlton Ribsy. Shuffle. That was his name. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Hey, Ribsy. Yeah. He does uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. Ribisi, Ribisi, Ribisi. Yeah, he does America's Funniest Home Videos now. Is that funny? Guy? Yeah, is he uh, funny? it's corny. <laughs> corny, corny, funny. Oh, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Oh, oh yeah. rest R. in R. peace, R.I.P. Oh, head trauma. Dang, 
I I read that. I was like, what, man? He got hit. Yeah, I read that. I was like, dang. Conspiracy theory mind start clicking. What if he just like tripped and hit his head on a table? Yeah, I don't know. I've known that to happen though to people. Yeah, like like it. Yeah, because you get a real bad concussion and you got to go to bed and sleep. People don't wake up. That's why they tell you, you stay awake till we get to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. right on. Um, so that was pretty good. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Um, the pod guy had some previously um, scheduled engagement, so he had to bounce real quick. So he gone. He gone. Now we can talk about him. Yeah, we're gonna talk about him behind his back. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully he um, doesn't go what twenty minutes into the episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna toss the mic over to your favorite Indian. And he's going to do his little check-in on how how his 2022 is going recovery-wise and all that stuff. 2022, yeah, starting on, let's see, uh, had eight years in December. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, like, lately, I think the biggest thing on my mind was, I mean, you, you hear it from me all the time because, you know, you're one of the main people that I'm always talking to, but you and Randy that, you know, like all my... My neurosis, my neurotic thinking and conspiracy theories about myself. But, you know, lately I've been reading a lot of um, actually going on YouTube and, you know, getting these inspiring messages and about, you know, that God is in control. No matter what happens, God is in control, right? Yeah. And so I've just been hammering that home for the last, you know, couple weeks and and it's it's having an effect, right? Yeah. It's like, man, I'm starting to feel like I'm more at peace and then when these stupid thoughts start coming up, then I just say, okay, God is in control no matter what. God is in control, and I just keep telling myself that. And and the other day when you sent us that uh, in the group text that um, we didn't come this far just to come this far. Yep. You know, my mom is always telling me that. She said, you know, God didn't bring you this far just to bring you this far. Yep. And, you know, and it just that's just that reminder. And see, I always tell you this, man. I was like, yeah. I, I'm in, I have, I like, in this, this um, frame of mind – and then I'm thinking about something, and then something comes along like that, yep, and just reinforces it, and yep. I was like, boom, confirmation, just, yeah, it just like it just hit home right right there, yep. And so, you know, um, one thing that I heard that really kind of stuck out to me was uh, listening to a sermon, um, and they they were talking about David and Goliath, right? yeah. And if it was just David versus Goliath, David wouldn't have stand a chance. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was David and God, mm-hmm. and so therefore, you know, God is bigger than Goliath. Oh yeah, right. So and that kind of, you know, that little that story right there, that little um, I, I almost said that preaching or you know what, what was what was what do we do the word for that? Uh, teaching, teaching, preaching, whatever. Yeah. That right there really hit home. You know, like so. Okay, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> so like you know, for me, not only for me, but for us as a group. You know, all the people that we, we walk with in the uh, talking circle, all that, you know, it's like God is in control and nothing is bigger than that. Yeah. And so, you know, if God is with us, who can stand against us? Yep. And it's things like that. So it's really having this, you know, positive effect on me because I find myself, you know, when I try to, because I, man, I, I'll, I'll, I'll turn into a basket case if I if I let myself. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and I'm just freaking out over non-existent things. True. And so, 
that really has this, you know, been having this positive effect on me and and I like it. I mean, I mm-hmm. I, I, re- I really do like it and I think I'm kind of turning a corner. Yeah. I think. And it's just kind of amazing how that works. Like I I notice it. Yeah. I can see it because I'm mindful of it. Yeah. Like I'm I'm I've always been, you know, trying to practice that mindfulness, you know, but this I can actually it's it's not a gradual thing. It's almost like one day I just kind of I don't know like I don't want to say I got it because I'm still <clears throat> I'm not perfect but yeah it, it's it's working it's it, it's he's you know doing those works in my life and so that's kind of what I've been going through um just got over the the covid <laughs> yeah that's awesome and and, uh, and there was about 12 or 15 hours there one night when I just oh well, yeah I feel you it was weird and it, but you know like I said I'm it, Without being vaccinated, I'm you know I just hate to think of what it would have been like because I'm not trying to sit here and say oh well I was real bad well you know I know there are people out there who've had it much worse but me personally I'm glad that I you know I was telling my mom I was like well I got I got two shots in the booster and then you know my body has combated the disease so I got more antibodies in a tribal casino. <laughs> I should be good. I should be able to go mask a with tribal kino machine. Got more antibodies than the seat of the, that a, <laughs> a kino machine. <laughs> <laughs> and she just cracked up. His eyes like, "Oh, you got that, huh?" And then oh, pretty good, pretty good. Right on, right on. But yeah, so so you said you're in year eight. You just got your eight, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you're definitely. So according to like the medicine world teaching from Albrighty, you're like in your spring now. Year eight to nine, that's your spring. That's probably why all these things are coming. It, you just it, went through your winter. Man, nobody likes it. Does it not? Is it me or does it not seem like winter? Like it seems like February is always the coldest time of year. Mm-hmm. It was like sixty degrees today. Yeah, it was weird. It's like what the heck is going? But then, careful what you wish for. Careful, yep. careful what you think <clears throat> about. You know. No, I, I read. I seen this thing. Hold on, real quick. I'm gonna pull it up real quick here. It was about um the seasons in Montana. And I think it was a very accurate um, depiction of it. So it says, there's winter, there's full spring, where we're at right now. Then there's second winter, then spring of deception, then third winter, then the pollening, an actual spring, then summer, hell's front porch, false <laughs> fall, second summer, and then actual fall. That sounds about right. When you said when you said Hell's Front Porch, I immediately went to the golf course and just remember standing <clears> like when I when yeah. I wasn't getting the cart, yeah, and I was trying to carry my bag, and I thought, <laughs> man, this is this is for the birds. I'm going to start getting the cart because yeah, it's so humid on golf courses. Yeah. It's, it's like, so it's humid, especially at that par three. Yeah, when it gets hot and it's just like real humid, all muggy. Like, yeah, real muggy, and it's like, oh my goodness, I should have got a cart. <clears throat> but yeah, other than that, man, uh, watching a lot of football. There were some good games. Um, Olympics. Been checking out the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, watching like <laughs> I remember when when you shot me that text the other night. So I'm watching curling, and I was watching the same thing, and I was like, man, it's kind of mesmerizing. It's it is sitting there watching them, and like I really don't. I mean, I kind of I get the basic idea of it. I understand the yeah the basics of it, but I I guess all in all, I mean, I really don't have to know. Exactly what's going on just to sit there and watch it yeah then i kind of caught on and was like, oh okay i get it now i think you know? yeah yeah that's kind of crazy with that game like 
how their their little sweeper yeah can like change change directions of it. I was like, whoa, what? Makes it go faster or slower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, I watched uh, women snowboarding. Chloe Kim. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, let's see, what else have I been watching? Oh, I watched uh, women's hockey play Canada. Mm. How they do? They lost two to no. four. I, from what everybody's, well, I guess as it's been the last few Olympics, those are the t- top two teams. Mm, yeah. So, oh, speaking of top two teams, I heard they had a barn burner at Metro the other night too. I guess so. Yeah. I, I mean, I watched it on a live feed. <laughs> I watched it illegally. <laughs> Criminal thinking. Criminal thinking. Yeah. No, because, uh, yeah, I was busy. My kids were playing basketball and then the other kid had a, basketball practice that i had to run so i didn't I, I i missed the game but i watched the second half it was pretty it was it was um native ball at its finest no sets no defense just run and gun up and down the court like constantly i was like whoa i haven't seen a game like this in forever and i know I, a lot of people don't like that they yeah. they they cuz at first like i've been so used to watching this organized basketball and being part of that scene then to watch like a pure like native like we call it res ball yeah res ball. res ball game just up and down up and down up and down i was kind of like what is going on here then i clicked i was like oh shoot man what is some pure res ball going down here yeah and, and then i started appreciating it and i was just like boom 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 man the ending was nuts that's i i read about it and my, it's funny too because i text my dad that that evening and he said i might go to that game depending on how i'm feeling and then eventually he kind of talked himself out of it so i went and saw him yeah. Then I texted him back like the next day and I was like, I heard you missed a good one. Yeah. <laughs> because I read about it, you know, that the last, what, 30, 40 seconds of it? Yeah. They're just like, Lame Deer stole it. Lodgecraft stole it back. Then Lame Deer stole it back again and got the winning layup. It was nuts. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't like that style of play, but I've always loved it. Yeah. It was kind of, it was kind of like, I was kind of like almost like culture shock because I haven't seen that style in a long time. Just because you're so trained in being that, that having that structure and stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. Like, because being part of that travel ball and then, like, I'm a coach too, so I really promote, push that, you know, um, organized and running sets and, you know, and stuff like that. So just to see a whole game where it was just up and down nonstop And we've been playing, playing ball too. Yeah. First time in a while. Yeah. Yeah, and we've been doing the open gyms and that's been fun. It is fun. It's yeah. I'm not no, I ain't no spring chicken, but oh, no. it's, I could still have as much yeah, fun you, as you're I You're out did. there doing the moves, doing the moves. Doing the, <clears throat> doing the slow-mo. Yeah, no, that was pretty good. No, and that's pretty cool, like where you're at, you know, um, all this new information and stuff coming in. And like right now, I'm in my fall for my recovery on the medicine wheel, well, Brady medicine wheel, I'm in my fall. And then here in September of this year, I'll be going into my winter. So for me, knowing that I'm going to up my meetings after September and September, like I'm going to be going to probably three, four, five meetings a week. Just kind of winterize your vehicle, huh? Yep, and that's what I've done in the past when I went from um, year three to four. uh, I upped my meetings. I went to a meeting every single day for that whole year just because that's a – that's a that's a time when people relapse and stuff. Um, t- people go back out in that time. So, yeah, that's my plan. You know, I'm already thinking about it. You know, so when it gets closer, I'll pick out what meetings I'm going to go to. 
and then stick to that for a whole year. That's that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's a smart thing to do <clears> to, um, I guess not only anticipate it, but like this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, this is my plan. Yep, and then you know, like. They always they always tell us, you know, it's good to have an escape plan. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. Yeah, you always got to have the escape route picked out, especially if you're going to go into an old playground. And like, if this happens, I'm out. Yeah, exactly. That's that, my that, cue. That's, Exit stage left. That's usually what it comes down to is like the first thing is like, first of all, I got to remove myself from that. I'm like, I got to go. Yep. So, And you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you heard it here. Exit stage left. Stage gotta, left. You got to get the. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, she knows. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, who? Your favorite Indian for your check-in. So, for me, you know, 2022, uh, it's been, I guess it's, it's just been a huge transition uh, for me. Yeah, I bet. Uh, Job-wise, definitely, like, I <clears throat> got offered this job with a different organization, and, I mean, I was going to take it. It was a no-brainer. But leaving my old job was difficult. I actually shed some tears because I was really I'm invested in that work of suicide prevention. And working with urban Native youth, I was like, I envisioned, you know, working there until that grant ended, and then I would leave. Uh-huh. You know, I go to a different department within the organization, but then this door opened up uh, without, you know, without really to no little effort on my own. You know, this door opened up like, and that's what's been the pattern in the past, um, especially like employment wise. But uh, you know, as long as I'm, you know, walking the red road, keeping my side of the street clean working an honest program, then Akbarate opens his door for me. And then I'm just like, wow, okay, and then I can see it. Okay, this is a door that I got to go through. And I went through it, and <clears throat> but it was hard, uh, hard leaving my old job because yeah. I, I still believe in that work. And down the road with our own nonprofit and everything, I want to continue that work. So that's still on my radar. It's still passion of mine to do suicide prevention for our people, mm-hmm. um, equipping people with some coping skills, life skills, promoting culture, pr- promoting those protective factors. Protective factors are just anything positive in your life. Um, if you like to draw, that's a protective factor. If you like to be out in nature and go for walks, that's a protective factor. If you like music and that's your passion, that's a protective factor. So anything positive in your life is a protective factor. Um, eating healthy playing sports, uh, having events, you know, all those things are protective factors because as long as you have a a purpose and a goal, you know, then those suicidal ideations and stuff diminish within your own psyche and your thought processes. That's like not even an option Mm. if you're healthy and you're, you're promoting these protective factors in your own life. So, and I, I know that's very true because in my addiction, I wanted death, but I wasn't willing to pull the trigger. Yeah. You know, but I was willing to drink a half a G every day. Essentially the same thing. Yeah. Just oh. making deposits on my own suicide. Yeah. Because um, I was lost all hope. 
Uh, and I was just like, didn't care. Or I told myself I didn't care because I was drunk all the time. If I wasn't drunk, I was hungover, which was probably a majority of the time. And I just had a conversation with um, one of my relatives, and he's been sober nine years, he told me. It's kind of crazy, too. Like, I've been, when I run into other natives, uh, especially other native men, the first thing they tell me is how long they've been sober. And I was like, what? Why are you telling me? No, like, you know, yeah. in, on the inside in my head, I'm like, why the hell are you telling me that? You know, that's not even like a conversation starter, you know? <laughs> oh, hey, what's up, man? It's good to see you, man. I've been sober nine years. I'm like, right on, man. Congratulations. And I give him a bro hug, you know? That's awesome. <laughs> but then in my head, I'm like, man, that's a weird effing way to start a conversation. It's not normal, right? No, no, but I don't know. I'm, you know, in other people's eyes, I'm a, like, I don't know. We do this podcast. I started those talking circles, and everybody knows well, I was an addiction counselor. And it, well, the thing that's that's it, right? Like you're out there, and you're like you always say, you wear your recovery on your sleeve. Yes, and um, just speaking from my point of view, like what I get is that that's that's inspiring. Yeah. That's um that's motivation and that's like, man, here comes this guy. He's a strong, powerful warrior. He's mm. doing his thing, and it, it's something to emulate. It's something to strive for. Like, man, I want what that guy has. Mm. And and so, I mean, it's just it, yeah, it is. It, that is kind of a weird, weird <laughs> yeah. way to like like yeah. icebreaker. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah it's always like, oh hey, what's up, bro, man? I've been sober like twenty days. And I'm like, <laughs> right on, man. Cool. Cool, man. Come give me a hug. Bring it in for the real deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like, I encourage them, too, man. I'm right there. I'm like, man, that's awesome, man. What you been doing? You know, what you been doing to stay sober? And then, like, then that's how the conversation starts, usually. And, and it goes back to that, remember that uh, Marianne Williamson poem or whatever I'm always quoting. Yeah. She says, when you let your light shine, mm. you unconsciously give others permission to do the same. Yeah. And so, to me... What I see is like you're like this light, this beacon, mm. this this like I said, this just thing that people want to glistening fry bread, just glistening, <laughs> just just greasy, glistening with the fry bread grease. <laughs> but but, it, but it, it's inspiring, and it's like, yeah, man, I get it. Like on the one hand, that, that's weird to say to yeah. somebody, but on the other hand, for me, it wouldn't be weird to say it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it, it's now it's for me now, you know, because it's happened so much over these past couple of years and like i was like yeah cool man awesome and then you know that we just have that conversation and i just you know kind of encourage them i just keep going whatever and, it takes and there's been a couple of times where um you know i've been talking to somebody and they, oh you know josiah i know josiah yeah josiah and he's um he was uh working up at you know as a counselor you know he's doing yeah. this he's doing that you know and you know it's so I get it. You're you're out there and you you're you're showing us the way. You're leading the way, yeah. and and I know you don't like that. I no. know I know you. <laughs> I don't. I know you don't like to hear that. I but just want to be filled with humility. You just want to be humble all the humility. time. Humility. You guys won't let me. <laughs> so if you need an but, example of humility, but just that's kidding. that's that, and so I mean I get it, man. I no, that's, I get that's it. what that's what we see, and, and I'm truly honored, you know that you know that people see me like that. And at first, when it was first happening, I was like, man, what's going on? <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, because like, you know, to me, you know, the struggle's real. I wake up every day and I just want to stay sober until it's time to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that that's real for me. So I got to use my tools. I got to, I'm still triggered 
um, and I still get that euphoric recall, and I still have like using dreams. So I'm like, the struggle is real for me. So then when somebody, when people started coming up and doing that, I was just kind of like, you know, I was like, yeah, man, I, yeah, I get it, man. I'm, I know the struggle's real, mm-hmm. you know. So like, I don't try to look at myself in any kind of way. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, like, I'm in the struggle. I'm in the battle too every day. And so, like, it's kind of hard for me to see how other people see me, you know? Yeah, I get it because, like, <clears throat> like in your own skin, you know what you're going through, and it's the same as everybody else. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, and, and I just, you know, tried to do my best to explain how yeah. I think other people would see it. It's like, yeah, this guy, he's, the struggle is real, but at the same time, you know, it's 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 an inspiration. Yeah, for sure. I know, for one, I wouldn't be in doing a lot of things <laughs> no, like volunteered him just like like 99 percent <laughs> of the things that i do now is because i get voluntold <laughs> i'm like oh yeah we'll be there and i'm just like then i go back to randy and jc i was like oh yeah we gotta go do this thing <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and we're supposed to do this and then i'm like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that interview today we did um that lady reached out elizabeth his roads and then i was just like yeah we'll do it and then like a couple hours later, I was like, "Oh, yeah, I better tell these guys. Oh, yeah, we're doing an interview. <laughs> you better tell them. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'll be there. Um. Anyways, <laughs> went off on a rabbit trail, but that's all right. It's all it was a good. It. it was a good all, rabbit trail. All part of it. Yeah, it led to some carrots. So I like carrots. Yeah. Uh. So back and then, so my cousin, seen our basketball game, and he's a coach too. And uh, shout out to J Rock. He coaches at Harden. And he was, uh, he told me that, you know, he's like, yeah, I've been sober like nine years. And I was like, dang, man, that's good, man. That's awesome, man. And I just like, it's like, it was, it's better now, huh? He's like, hell yeah, man. It's a lot better. Like life. Life is better. And he's like, man, I get to be there for my boys and stuff. He's like, I don't think I'd be coaching. He's like, because I've probably been drinking or, you know, would have drank myself to death. And we started talking about drinking a half a G every day. And then he brought up. He's like, man, it got scary at the end there, huh? And I was like, yeah. He's like, he's like, man, I remember, like, you're so hungover, and even after you drink that half a G, like, you're not even buzzed. You just feel normal. And then, man, I, I forgot about that. Like, being so, like, just drinking that half a G every day of vodka, and, like, after you drink the whole half a G, you just feel normal. And I was just like, man, like, hot, like, just so, our body was just so used to that alcohol. Drink a half a gallon of vodka and you just feel normal. That's where I was. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, I, I can definitely relate to that, you know, just just to feel okay. Yeah. Right? Like, normal. And But then there were other times, too, like, it was, <clears throat> it was so bad that I couldn't even gauge it. Like, sometimes yeah. I could drink the whole half a G and then, like you said, feel normal. Yeah. Other times I'd be barely past the shoulders and i'd just be sloshed yeah like there was no gauge there like yeah exactly like, like how some people could say okay if i drink two cans of beer i'm gonna feel this way yeah no man i could drink two cans of beer and not feel anything or i could drink two cans of beer and just be talking Hammered. out of my ass yep yeah yeah so it was like no yeah exactly that like there was times like i drank you know because i would make mixes um with gatorade yeah because uh, I knew, I was like, man, I get better get some electrolytes in my system so I can keep on drinking. So I always had, like, Gatorade and Powerade and stuff, and I was always slamming those, too. But um, 
I'd drink like the Powerade halfway and then fill it up with vodka and then slam that. And sometimes, you know, I'd like, I just feel normal, start to feel better. Or man, I'd just be boom. Next thing I knew, I was waking up on the floor. Yeah. Like a few hours later. Just like zero to six, zero to a hundred. Boom. Just like that. And like, you know, it's funny when you were talking about Gatorade and stuff is like, what what I used to drink was uh, vitamin water. Yeah. 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 yeah, That too. And, but, but now I, I can't drink it. Yeah, I, I don't like to say, it just it just something about it that just bleh. yeah because um yeah mine was always Powerade like I don't drink Powerade now if I want to like if I work out or play some ball like I drink Gatorade now like I can't do the Powerade because it was always that Powerade the blue one and the red one uh-huh. or the white one was those three there were seemed like they're always on sale that summer you know two for three and yeah. stuff like that so I'd always buy those ones I I used to get that um. That revive, oh the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The vitamin water. Yep. And do they I even me- sell that anymore? Vitamin uh, water? They, they do. Oh, they do. But I remember because I remember when I first got back, I was still in the pre-release, and I I just happened to pick, I was like, oh man, that sounds good right about now. Yeah. And so and I didn't even finish. I took like a mouthful, and I man, I was like, this is gross. Yeah, just took you because I remember you know blah, blah, blah. like like not only did I mix it, but I also used to drink it the morning after, like trying to. Yeah, trying to doctor up. Trying to doctor up with it. and Trying to like, find the key. Like, you know, like when you're ever just so hungover that no matter what you eat or drink or what, it's just disgusting. Yep. It just has this ugly, even water. Yep. Like when like when I was hungover, like I didn't like the taste of water. Yeah. Water doesn't, I, I get into this argument with my mom all the time because she only drinks the, um, was it life water, I think? Because yeah. it's like that real purified alkaline, like, pH balance, whatever. Yeah, and she double said, reverse osmosis. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And she said because it has no taste. And I, but I thought you know, well, water doesn't have taste. Water doesn't taste like anything. Yeah, you know, it's not supposed to. But like when I was hung over, man, I could taste every last little mineral in it. Yeah, and it was it was gross. Mm. And that's how I felt with that 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 life water too. I was like, this yeah. is gross, and I I haven't tried it since. Yeah. True. 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 Um, yeah, so that's what's been kind of happening, you know, just like others coming in and telling me their story or, you know, reaching out. It's like, man, I want to, you know, I shot that, I screenshot that one message that the the one brother sent, uh, say, I want to come share my story on your podcast, you know, like things like that are coming, you know, people are coming out the woodwork and wanting to share their story and i'm like man that's awesome that's cool and that's what we need we need people to come out and share too because because it it you know it's not just us three no and we know that because we've getting gotten getting i don't even know let me try again (laughs) remix remix no we have received so much feed positive feedback and you know all these people that are listening and saying yeah this is really helping and i'm glad you guys are doing this and positive so you know it's not just us and so we just encourage people to you know share share share, come share with us yeah because that's what it's about and you know i say it all the time like in meetings right like i i'm doing this for me Mm -hmm. even though like it's they call it service work yeah, you know, running a meeting and you know, making coffee, opening the all I, you know, like I said the other night, you know, all I did was come in, unlock the door, and make some coffee. Yep. 
and look what I got out of it. Because that was a good meeting. It was a yeah. really good one. I mean, it was. And that's like the definition of a healer. So we're like, if you run a meeting, bring people to meetings, you're like a healer because you're facilitating a place, a safe space for people to deal and feel. And and I and I I, I this is a safe space too. This podcast. Oh right? yeah, for sure. You know, for all those that came in and you know shared, and all the ones in the future who are going to share. Yeah, looking uh, forward to those ones that come down the road and yeah, pop decide, in decide and share. To share, share, share. Give us some of their experience, strength, and hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Uh, and then, like so far, like twenty twenty two. 2020 plus two pennies um for me has been like my dad passed away on march 3rd so i know that's coming Uh so i think this fall it was really it was kind of it was kind of there i was kind of thinking about it but boom as soon as you know the new year started uh that i was like man i'm dreading it you know i'm dreading that day because i don't know i mean I'll probably take the day off and go out to prayer and to my mom's and, you know, my dad's buried, you know, just about a hundred yards from where my mom's house is. And I'll probably spend the day out there. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm dreading it. I know it'll probably be a good time with family because I think we're all kind of planned to do that. But yeah, just kind of dreading it every day. It's on my mind. And I've been thinking about my dad a lot ever since New Year's, you know, I was like, man, it's going to be a year just in a couple months here and um but i'm in a better place with it you know i'm dealing and feeling because there is a time there uh that i wasn't dealing and feeling with that grief Mm -hmm. i was keeping myself super busy from when i woke up until i went to bed and that wasn't good you know my schedule was packed to the max you know with stuff and I was over even overbooking myself for things and but that was like I was running from that grief and I was that was happening you know for most of the fall and then I was like oh shoot man what am I doing you know I kind of snapped out of it and then realized what I was doing so I I'm starting to um make better choices about my time um implementing some self-care and Really just feeling my feelings this year, 2022, and trying to stay out of that, distracting myself and stopping that staying busy constantly for days and weeks at a time. And, okay, so I guess a couple things, but the first thing I was going to ask you, like just from your your expertise, like your area of knowledge, mm-hmm. um, would that be like a form of of how you say uh, you, you you relapse before you ever take a drink, right? Yeah, yeah. So and and, and but okay. So that being said, then um, what I got out of that was that you were mindful of it. That once you realized it, and then you t- you used your tools and you used the things that you knew to be true. Yeah. And then you started to go through that process in, in the healthy way. Yeah. Rather than, I guess, avoiding. It was kind of avoiding, right? Yeah, or, avoidance. And, like, you know, if I didn't stop, you know, I would have 
would have found myself really kind of started sabotaging a lot of stuff in my life to the point where, you know, I, I would let, for lack of a better term, um, I would have let the fuck it keep creeping. Yeah. And then I would have been like, you know, all right, F it, man, I'm going to go. Because, like, when I wasn't dealing and feeling, keeping myself very busy, I was finding myself starting to entertain, like, those euphoric recalls. Uh-huh. You know, like seeing a commercial, like, oh man, and like remember one of the times I this was in the fall, like I like when I was keeping myself busy so much, like I remembered that excitement. Like remember when you when we are in our addiction, um whatever your um commitment was, you went to that event or whatever, but then as soon as it got over, then that excitement, like, oh I'm gonna go get a bottle, I'm gonna go get drunk. You know, or you're on your way to the liquor store and you're like, oh, I'm going to get drunk, you know, and like that excitement. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, I, I started remembering that and started feeling that excitement again. Even though I had no plans to go drink, I had no thoughts of drinking, but just that excitement of wanting to go drink started coming back like boom, just like hitting me when I'd see a commercial of people partying or seeing a reel of like someone at a club. Almost like almost like a like a a high before the high, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just that anticipation of getting drunk. Yeah. I was starting to remember that, and I totally forgot about that part. But it came back to me when I was when I wasn't dealing and feeling with that grief, and that's what was kind of like my wake up call. That's what was like boom. I was like, what the hell am I doing here? You know? You know, it's funny how you're talking about like like how you see like commercials or whatever. Yeah. You're having a good time or you're watching a movie or, or one, usually like, you know, those reality shows or whatever. Yeah. And they're partying and they're having a good time and like on the commercials and stuff. And then like, like you're always saying, play that tape to the end, right? Oh yeah, for sure. And my turn was always say, what's the end game? Yep. But I always kind of catch myself thinking, well, it was never like that for me. Yeah. It never, I mean like there, <clears throat> there may have been, I mean, there have been moments. There have been moments. There have been times when I was having fun, and it was fun, and it yeah. was. Uh, yeah. But yeah. oh, just so you, you people know, if you can hear somebody giggling in the background, we have a visitor. Who, yeah, we got a live studio audience. Live studio audience. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I was like, man, that's because if that was me, I might be like that for half hour to hour. Yeah. Then I'd be like the guy, just miserable. Yes. Yeah. If I wasn't starting something. I'd be passed out in the background. Yeah. Or, you know. Passed out in the bushes. Passed out in the... <laughs> no, I just say that because that, that was me one time at a party. <laughs> um, I, I just automatically try to think of where it was. Oh, I passed out on the floor in uh, the bar one time. Ah. On my birthday. <laughs> and it was crazy is, uh, <laughs> and this is a messed up story, but, you know, um, it was a good, well, we knew the bartender, my, uh, my cousin and I, and she knew us. Yeah. So we were lucky in the, he passed out at the bar. Like he fell asleep on his stool. I somehow managed to get off, fell off or, you know, just, yeah. But I was laying on the floor in this bar slash casino and people were just walking around me, stepping over me. <laughs> and she, we lucked out. She could have called the cops, but yeah. she called my sister. Oh. And yeah. she said, come after these guys. <laughs> and I remember walking out of there and man, it was still daylight. Oh man! It was it was May, so you know it was yeah, yeah, yeah. it was in the evening, but it was still daylight. I was looking around like, wow, this is a great time. Yeah. And then they told me where they found me, and I thought, oh my god, 
can't ever go back there. <laughs> ever. Show my face in that place again? Ever. But I thought, I mean, looking, uh, that's the disease. That's the sickness. I mean, that. Yeah. But all I can do now is laugh at it just at the ridiculousness of it. Yeah. Like, people were just stepping over me, walking around me like I was even there. And here I am just like snoozing away. Yeah. But, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, There's one more thing I was going to talk about, too, on my little check-in, but it's escaping me at this time. Um, But, yeah, so today just really trying to be mindful being aware of what's going on in my head, making sure that I'm entertaining those things that are good. Um, and yeah, just like about it, you know, opening these doors, um, is, is good, you know, and, but it's, it's sometimes it's tough. It is. Uh, I miss my old job. I miss what we did. Um, those things are still happening. And I know at some point, you know, through our own, Unspoken words, nonprofit. We are going to jump back into that arena and start collaborating with um, Native American Development Corporation, Rocky Mountain Tribal Leaders, all those in that field um, of helping natives. Uh, we're going to be right there with them, you know, running with the big dogs because we're not peeing like puppies no more. That's that's exciting too. It's like we were just talking about it, the high before the high. Yep. I know what I mean? Like, yep. like there's that sometimes like for me, like man, uncertainty has always been a scary thing. Yeah. But now this is like, an, this cause it's a positive thing. Right. So, yeah. so now it's like, man, I can't, can't, I can't wait. You know, yeah. I can't wait to just, I mean, we've, we've already been, you know, walking, we've already been putting in work, Yeah. but you know, from here, I just think, feel like, you know, it's going to get bigger and I know like, Laying laying there at night, you know, rather than thinking of, oh, my God, in my past I did this. Or, you know, those cringeworthy moments we always yeah, talk yeah, about. Yeah. I think about, you know, oh, man, pretty soon we'll be able to do this or we could do that. Or, yeah. you know, we're going to be, yeah, there, there's just going to be yeah. so much more to it. And to to reach out and, you know, finally start. Well, I guess we, I mean, not start, but continue in a bigger way to help others. Yeah. It's just, it's exciting to me. It's yep, Because sure. the, the one thing that I really, truly enjoy the most is seeing people smile in a genuine way. Yeah. Like, you know, like, man, I'm so happy that, yep. that I'm not that anymore. Yep. Or I'm so happy that I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. Or I don't, you know. And in like we like you've just been talking too, you know, like we're gonna go, we're gonna go through some shit. Yeah, that's just the way it is. But it doesn't have to be negative. Yeah, yeah, and like just dealing and feeling is the crucial part for me. You know, Um, and I have to kind of psych myself up and tell myself, hey, man, for the longest time, for majority of my life, I didn't allow myself to deal and feel. But now I get to, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And I just, you know, I always love the language that you use. Like I get to, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah for so, for love, so. Love language is that what you say? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bro. Love you too, bro. 
Now we can go on that mandate. I'm back in the studio. <laughs> oh, I thought you were so back in the saddle. I went there. Wait, wait, what? Let's <laughs> let's stay together, loving you, weather. The good, the bad, together. Oh, we belong together for eternity. Etern. Eternity. <laughs> Albums dropping this summer, 2022. Unspoken words. That was a fans only cut. Yeah, that's the old school joints, man. Cruising in your low rider with your Daytons. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your date, but your Daytons. Daytons. Is that more than one date? <laughs> four of them. Four oh, Daytons. Four Daytons. <laughs> <laughs> Right on, right on. Yeah, I think that was that was a good episode. Uh we're keeping it we're keeping it chill tonight. Um so give me some horns, give me some lulus, and give me that horse. All right, I think episode sixty is in the box. The box. The 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 box. The, the box. Um, we going for the Super Bowl. Who am I going for in the Super Bowl? I'm definitely going for the Bengal Tigers. The Bengal Tigers. Well, I I want them to win, but yeah. I don't think they will. Yeah, oh yeah. I, well, okay. So I was talking to my mom, and she goes, "I don't even know who's in there this year because we every year we make a bet. We, oh yeah, we bet ice cream. Mm-hmm. And the lap man, one year, because I asked her like, "Who are you going for?" and like one year she's um oh when the Eagles played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, I'm going for the Eagles. Yeah. And so Shout I out had, to your mama. So I had to go for uh Tom Brady. Yeah. And then like the year before that I went for Tom Brady. Uh huh. Or was it the year after? I can't remember, but one the year I went for him, he lost. Yeah. And then the year that I bet against him, he won. <laughs> and so yeah, I can't stand that dude. Yeah. But anyway, so she said, I'm going for whoever beat the Chiefs. And I was like, oh, that was the Bengals. Yeah. So I guess by default, I'm going for the Rams. But I think they're going to win. Yeah. Well, anyway. You think the Rams are going to win? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But I, I, be, they're, the, they're the heavy favorite. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd like to see the Bengals win just because they're the Bengals. And, yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm rooting for the underdog. Yeah, I'm a, I like a good underdog story. Yeah, for sure. Cinderella. And we're over here talking about the Bengals and – our guest is over here just giving us dirty, snapping her eyes at us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. What was that? It's the Rams one, really. Oh. <laughs> word, word, word. All right, then. Um, well, thank you out there. Again, shout out to Charcusta. Charcusta News. Charcusta News, Elizabeth, uh, His Roads, Dempsey. Yes. Um, interviewed us tonight and that article is coming out next Wednesday. So be looking for that and we'll share it on our Facebook page and our um, Facebook group. Uh, probably our Instagram as well. So check out that. They're on Facebook. Like their page. They have their websites on there too. Go ahead. take Give them a read this weekend in your leisure. Give them a perusal. Yeah, give them a good perusal and check them out. Um, yeah, shout out to that news and Shout out to the Flathead Reservation, the Salish and Kootenai. Uh-ho. Uh-ho. So with that, 
episode 67 is a wrap and we appreciate all our listeners out there all over flat earth tell everyone about us help us spread the unspoken words gospel billy graham style and we are out chinook peace Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. That's really weird. <laughs>